0: Blake Wesler, Blake, Blake, Blake Wesler, Wait, Blake Wesler, Blake, wait, wait, Wesler Blake Wexler, Blake, wait, Blake Wexler, Blake, Wexler. Blake Blake, wait, Wexler. Blake Baxter. Mm-hmm. Blake, <laughs> Blake, Baxter. Blake Wexler, Blake. Baxter. Blake, Baxter. Blake Oh, 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 oh. it is Blake's Takes, for God's sakes, a Wednesday podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a, well, let's do it normal. Let's do Do a normal podcast introduction this week. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the latest edition of Blake's Takes, for God's sakes. Um, one of the preeminent podcasts that we have in our region. And um, thank you so much for joining us to, uh, today. Today and <laughs> let's just say. Every day, whenever you listen to this, wherever you get your podcasts. Now, I'm Blake Wexler. I will be the host. I will be your maitre d' for the evening. And um, I just want to say real quick. All right, that bit's over. Um, thanks for being here. What are we going to talk about this week? Huh? Let's let's stay professional. Um, gonna talk about best ways to host a guest. Interesting. A house guest if you will. And then also, I might talk about um, the pitfalls of living in a city. <laughs> so uh, I've lived in cities, uh, how do you say, for uh, actually my entire adult life, um, since I was 18, and now I'm, I'm 22. So four years, a presidential term. Oh, and I want to talk about impeachment, too. I want to talk about American crime story impeachment because I don't know I don't think Bill did any of that stuff (laughs) I don't think I don't think they I don't like this at all I don't like this slander if you're a president if you're a president then you are present you need you need to be present to be a president and that's looking at the past you know what I'm saying Uh, do you know what I'm saying no okay so any wow 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 um we'll be talking about all that but first a uh, sincere uh, something to say I have something to say that is sincere no bit um I kind of meant the fuck was that noise oh it was I thought it was a notification on my phone it actually is um, um 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 I put my foot on my desk. I'm standing on my... Did I ever tell you that's how I do this podcast? I stand on top of my desk and I look down at the floor where I have the microphone. And the microphone is sitting on its bottom with the uh, business end pointing up towards my face. <laughs> Isn't that honestly oh, as, a, as a side note? As a side note of the side note from a previous side note. um, The phrase the business end of... Uh, like as a phrase, is what of my favorite phrases? I was looking down the business end of a gun, and it's just like, all right, <laughs> why are you talking like that? Um, so, uh, yeah, anyway, that noise was just a cube hitting the sides of my glass in one of the colder brews I ever drank. Is there... Anything? Well, why don't we get to that in a second? Sincere statement. Um, last week was a Norm McDonald episode, and um, I uh, I mentioned this on my Patreon, the bonus take, which, if you go to patreon.com slash Blake Wexler, and that also may not be the correct address, but if it is, if you go there uh, every Friday, I, um, I post a little uh, little bonus take, so you can find that there, and uh, it's a 10-minute video of me uh, basically doing this, but on camera. Which, uh, depending on who you ask, is either much better or much worse. I don't know. It's not up to me to make that day. Is it a decision or a decision or an incision? Okay, let me actually get this out. So, I was mentioning this on my Patreon, sincere statement. Uh, last week during the Norm McDonald episode, obviously I was, you know, remembering someone who had just died in a very positive way. But uh, I do want to say he did say a whole lot of problematic shit. And uh, he did say a whole bunch of things that I do not agree with um morally and also i would never say on stage so i do want to say while i was remembering a guy you know who i have uh, a lot of respect for comedically as a human being i want to add in the qualifier that uh there's a lot of things that he said that i don't agree with and that i would never do um on stage because that's not um who I am as a human being. So anyway, I wanted to uh, add that just so you know. You know, maybe like you didn't care. Maybe that was a thing you were listening to, and you may have already just inferred that that's how I feel. However, I do think it's worth uh, worth, geez, Tristan worth saying um that. uh um, I just wanted to say that out loud, just in case you know you were you've heard him say some fucked up things, and you were like, oh god, is Blake like glorifying someone who feels this way? I, I didn't mean uh, if. That's not what I was glorifying. Does that make sense? So um, anyway, I think that uh is a reason why um, yeah, definitely a huge flaw in Norm McDonald's uh comedy was when you go back and listen to some of it, it is like Jesus Christ, I can't. It, it's almost yeah. There's certain things as as I was watching some of it with my fiance, I was like at one minute laughing my like laughing in a way where I couldn't stop laughing, and the next minute being like I don't know if I can keep watching this. So. Anyway, there's that. And um, as I was saying before, because uh, if you remember a few minutes ago, I was talking about this cube, this alleged cube, an ice cube, which I think would be a great name not only for a rapper, but an entertainer, I think. So if you can figure out, if there's any entertainers listening who would want to go by the name Ice Cube, you have my co-sign. Co- that I co-sign. That has my blessings. So I'm drinking a glass of a cold brew, and... And is there anything more upsetting? So, um, a coffee shop opened up around the corner of my house. And uh, I was walking there the other day and it looks really nice. And we walked in and I was so psyched. And it looks real nice in there, you know, like a fucking Brooklyn. God. You know what's funny? When I was in Brooklyn, like, it just looked like a Brooklyn coffee shop. When I was staying in Brooklyn a few weeks ago, I think I went to like four different coffee shops within a two block radius of where I was living and um, they were all they, they were different coffee shops in that they were in that they were different physical locations but they were all like the same coffee shop Starbucks no I'm kidding they were just there is a certain like hip coffee shop design that where you know like the board where it says um, all the drink options and stuff it's just that like lettering that they put on a white board you know what I'm saying? Do you know what I mean? So, um... You all right? Have you, have you guys watched uh, the Dog UK thing yet? What is that called? Dog Rescue United Kingdom? Ah, fuck. It's on HBO Max. Remember HBO Now? God, do you remember the good old days? Now, you know, we have this PC culture. Back then, we had HBO Now. <sighs> it's the same thing as HBO Max, but without the all the acquisitions. Now, um... What did I want to say? What did I want to say? What have I ever... "Mm, What you say? Oh, so I'm in this coffee shop, real psyched for this coffee shop, and there are certain things with a coffee shop where I'm like, I can't go here again. I, unfortunately, I'm not saying it's a bad business. I'm not saying that they're wrong for this. Actually, this one thing I'm about to say they're wrong for, but there are certain things that are uh, a deal breaker, for me with a coffee shop. So I go in there. Everything so far so great. And oh god. What's with the. Uh, you just can't. You just don't get it. Do you Scott. Um, so I uh am in this coffee shop. Alright. And it's 85 out. Okay. And I'm ordering a cold brew. That's why I went in there. And I walk in. And I said hello. I would like a cold brew please and they said we only have iced coffee and i just wanted to reach across that counter and say i'm a headliner i am a headliner and you're offering me a mc's drink <laughs> you're opening me an opener's you're you're offering me an opener's drink and i'm a headliner so why don't you get back there and let those those grounds seep for for twenty four hours and then give me my drink. I am joking with how I'm saying this. However, I uh, I did get the iced coffee and I was furious. I was absolutely. I'm still. T- this was I would say three days ago, and I'm still talking about it. That's that's how I live my life, unfortunately. So, um, what was I saying? What? What? Yeah. So, um. Blake, did you just do a little John impression from – which was played out 15 years ago? Yeah, I did. And you know what? I also did an Austin Powers quote a few minutes ago. So what? why are you listening? Why are you listening to this podcast? So that's one of – that's a – just I'll never go back to that coffee shop again because I need – just once you've had cold brew, you can't have iced coffee again because it tastes like – it's just burnt. It's just – it doesn't – rise to the occasion because here's the thing with iced coffee you know what this is interesting i just gave you a blake's take right there by the way merch is available i don't know on what website but it is available blake's takes for god's sakes merch you want a mug where i look like a pig (laughs) you can buy that you want a t-shirt with a microphone banging its head against the wall you can buy that And there's other stuff on there too. I think a glass, huh? Maybe I'll order my own glass. Really? Do you hear that, people? You know what you're doing to me? You're making me buy my own merch. You know who buys their own merch? Uh, Crazy people who aren't successful. So can you imagine if I was one of those types of people? It's like, Blake, oh, Blake. Okay, so here, I might actually be doing a reverse on this take. For me, it's always cold brew over iced coffee. However, what does cold brew do that iced coffee doesn't other than taste good? Cold brew makes you blow it right out your ass. Now, I know we talk about sh- sometimes, you know, we talk about shitting here uh, on the on the podcast more than we should. But this is true, and you need to hear this. This isn't for me, by the way. Uh, It's so funny how you people are like, oh, my God, it's for him. It's not. This is for you. This bud's for you. (laughs) And you and you and you. This bud's for you. Should I just keep doing the most annoying things from 15? Remember that beer commercial? What's up? (laughs) What's up? All right. Oh, shit, I just fucked up my voice. Hold on, hold on. Let me have a sip of this cold brew, which is much better than iced coffee, except for this point, about, this point I'm about to make. It's an appointment point that I meant. Hold on. Ooh, that is cold. Damn, that is a brew. So, um, what I would... What was I saying? The only time I would drink iced coffee... Before I would choose cold brew, is if I was, if my sense, if my stomach was being, if my sensitive stomach was being sensitive, that's why I would do it. Now, before I do stand up shows, sometimes if it's like part, if I was traveling or, you know, like we're three shows into a weekend, I will, I will want to have like an iced coffee. Like if I have two shows that night, I'll have like a cold brew before the shows. However, the issue is that if I had just eaten, is this too much information if I yes but I'm we're too far down this road um if I had just eaten or um my stomach was upset I don't want to like risk like shitting myself that's a fear that is an actual no bit fear that I have is that I never want to have to like worry about shitting myself before I go on stage so sometimes I won't eat until like later in the night like I'll eat something at like 5 and then not eat again until like 10.30. Isn't that weird? Because for some reason, um, actually, no, this is not some reason. Um, I read about this. So when your stomach can get upset, sometimes your body confuses it with either like, oh, you have with anxiety. Am I making any sense? Hold on. This is an actual thing, and I don't. Th- and believe it or not, I don't think I'm saying it correctly. Oh, sometimes you can think you have indigestion, but in reality, you just are anxious. Does that make sense? That's what it is. So you could be like, "Oh my god, I ate something weird. My, my stomach's being a little weird," but in reality, you're actually just have anxiety, and that's what's making your stomach weird, right? So. When I, I don't get scared before I go on stage, but I do get like amped. Not like like doing push-ups before I go on stage, but like I do you know, like your heart rate picks up. So that's why I'm like, oh, maybe I don't want to have cold brew right before I go on, because it's so much more caffeine and I'm worried that I'll get too amped and um and shit my pants on stage, which God, can you imagine? You know what? I am really lucky if knocking on wood right now. That in 16 years of doing stand-up comedy, I have not pissed or shit myself once. Now, you might be like, Blake, no one does. I would imagine many comics do. Right? But there is another thing that I find interesting where this is... When I'm... And I don't know why this is. This is actually no bit. I am being sincere here. Um... When I, it doesn't matter how awful I'm feeling, when I do get on stage, it's like, you feel, you don't realize how shitty you feel. And I don't know if it's like the adrenaline, or if it's, you're just so focused on something else, you can't think about any ailment that you might have. But every time, and you know, it is interesting now, like because of COVID, uh, talking about this, it sounds much more... uh, much more of a big deal than it was, but anytime like I've been sick and gone on stage, I've had a great set, which is strange. So it's almost like it it makes you looser. Where you, you know that phrase where they like when you're writing, you know they they say that you should chew gum or or do some sort of mindless activity. That's why a lot of writers uh, writers smoke because if you're doing an unconscious activity. While you're doing something creative, you're more creative. I read that as well. So um, maybe that helps with stand-up, or maybe I, I like perform better when I'm sick because I kind of have an unconscious thing going on, an unconscious behavior, and therefore it's making me better at comedy. I don't know if that makes any sense. By the way, as a side note, if now in COVID times, if I was feeling sick, I wouldn't go near a stage. Um, probably wouldn't again, actually. That is a thing where you just see, you know, the people who are wearing masks on planes and stuff. Before it's like, yeah, they were just they were being polite. Like before, it's like, what is this guy a fucking weirdo? And it's like, no, that person's being polite. They're doing that for you so they don't get you sick. God, isn't that nice? So what the fuck was I was what what was I talking about? And I am so sorry for my potty mouth. Um, just talking about yeah. So also uh, other times I've had really good sets. Um. No, because, like, being in talks, chewing gum, you can't do that. Yeah, anyway. I think that's – oh, I want to talk – all right. Let's talk about that damn show, Impeachment. When we come back, we'll be right back. Blake is really funny. Blake is really cool. Blah, 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 blah. Blake, Blake, Blake. And we are back. I'm sorry. I just saw. All right. So I want to go through this. So if you don't know what um, what this thing is, uh, what this thing is, this show, it is is it more thing than show? I'm not sure. So I guess that from the people who brought you American um, Scary Story, American Horror Story, um, they now have a show or a series called American Crime Story. And it's that guy uh, Ryan Buckaroo or whatever his name is, and he like often casts like Sarah Paulson and everything. You know, most of you are probably like, I like we we know everyone knows this. Well, I don't. Okay, my fiance introduced me to this. I did watch um, the OJ one that they did, and it seems like all of these shows are really like bad. <laughs> I think, but, but they're supposed to be like over the top fucking ridiculous, like completely ridiculous w- watching, watching the OJ one and seeing when, when Cuba Gooding Jr. is like the most reserved, least over the top character in your show, what the hell happened? You know, like seeing David Schwimmies as Robert Kardashian was like, it was. It's just too much. The whole thing is too much. I think young Travolta's Travolta is. <laughs> it's seeing John Travolta in something now is like, whoa. What is? It looks like a human being in prosthetics, like unfacial prosthetics. And he was a silverback. Just had this long, flowing man bitch hair. It was like, oh, it. It was a show where I'm like. I, I watch, obviously watched the entire thing, but I'm like, can I watch this? Should I watch this entire thing? You know what I mean? So we're watching. Uh, uh, it's like, all right. Was that the only one? I think there were other seasons too. So, oh, and I think they did Versace as well, which apparently they took a few creative liberties with that thing too. And it's like insane. Wait, is this Ryan Buckaroo who does this? Who's the guy who does the show? Uh, I don't fucking care. I can't fi- I can't look these things up. I think it is, right? Ryan Ryan Torcicelli? Is that his name? Hold on, let me ask. Julia What's the name of the guy who does uh, American Crime Story? Ryan Murphy. Thank you. Ryan Murphy was the name, right? Ry- not Ryan Buckaroo. It was Ryan Murphy. Well, at least I got Ryan right, right? Did I just do something to this microphone? All right. So anyway, so this one is on – it's called Impeachment, okay? I think it's on FX, right? And it is on FX. I also don't know if that's right. I think it's on – I think it's on FX. So we're watching it. And I guess the theme of this is that I I don't know anything. And so when this shit happened – um, I, I think one of the, the most interesting thing about watching this impeachment thing is that um, I remember all these names like Ken Starr and Linda Tripp and Paula Jones and all these names uh, from the um, from this like Bill Clinton story Monica Lewinsky uh, scandal, but. I, I never knew who they were, but I do know all the names because I was such like a stand-up comedy fan and I would listen to like, I would either watch SNL or you know listen to like comedians' albums and stuff and I would hear them mention these people. So I only knew them as references, but I never actually knew that like Ken Starr was a prosecutor, you know? and that li- who Lind- And Jennifer Flowers, I don't know who that is. Is Jennifer Flowers a part of this? Do you know who I'm talking about? I might actually have to as I'm speaking. Hold on. Who is Jennifer, who is Jennifer Flowers? Jennifer, is that a real person? Please, for the love of God, let this be a real person. Oh, it is. Thank God. Um, Jennifer Flowers. Oh, with a G. Who saw that coming? Um, Nicknamed Buffles. (laughs) What? (laughs) What the hell is this? What? Jennifer Flowers, nicknamed Buffles. Buffles, by schoolmates, is an American author, singer, bottle actress, and former TV journalist. In January 1998, President Bill Clinton testified under oath that he had a sexual encounter with flowers. So, and by the way, I, I use Wikipedia, you know. Um, I, I, I don't add anything to it. Like, I'm not even helpful. I'm a part of the problem here. But I would say if I was the editor... Of, this part- of the Jennifer Flowers page on Wikipedia, I would probably just cut the nicknamed Buffles by schoolmates part. I would say that if it's in there, I would, here's how I would rewrite that. Okay, so here's what it says is how I just said it. All right, here's how I would rewrite it. Jennifer Flowers, born January 24th, 1950, is an American author, singer, model, actress, and former TV journalist. In January 1998, President Bill Clinton testified under oath that he had a sexual encounter with Flowers. Then, eight eight pages later, I would just say, Jennifer Flowers was nicknamed Buffles by her schoolmates. Fun fact. I would say fun fact. Okay? Jeez, there are all the... Okay, so there's just so many people like Paula Jones... Um, obviously I know who Monica Lewinsky is, Bill Clinton, Linda Tripp, Ken Starr, Sally Perdue. Okay. So I did know, okay. So Jennifer Flowers is, see, I, I know all these people's names, but I didn't know who they are. And after watching the show, still really no clue who they are and culture is involved for some reason. There's, there's a whole lot of shit going on in this goddamn show. And it is sensational as sensational and I mean in in that I mean it's absurd not like this show is sensational it's a work of art it's one of the finest pieces of art I've seen in quite some time Um, so it's fucking wild if I was watching I think this is and this is one of the actually I would say an accomplishment that Ryan Buckaroo does with these shows is that anyone involved in these stories Watching it, not even anyone. I would say everyone who is involved in the real life stories, a real life version of these stories, would be absolutely goddamn furious watching them. No one looks good at these, everyone looks terrible. And apparently, uh, Monica Lewinsky is a producer on this, which I found interesting. So if she's getting to tell her story, that's amazing. It, it just seems so absurd that I'm like, Whatever she, but she deserves. Her life was fucking ruined by this. She was very young when this happened. Um, the power dynamic, you know, like people say, oh, like she was obsessed with him. It was consensual. There is a power dynamic there that, in my opinion, makes it not. Uh, it doesn't make it that cut and dry. You know what I mean? When we We're the president of the United States. I, I <laughs> you could, you can put uh, undue pressure in a, uh, in a, in a sexual situation that um makes things a little less uh consensual. But anyway, anyway. So we're watching this show and it is like, it is nuts. It's, it's crazy. They, the, what they've done, what they've done to Sarah Paulson, they loaded her up with like rubber on her face. She looks like a fucking, she looks crazy. Like it's, I, I don't, I I think, you know, Sarah Paulson's great. I guess like I haven't watched too many things. I, I know so many people love Sarah Paulson. So I guess that's why I'm saying I love her just to fit in for once. Um, they, they completely – can you imagine the hours in, in makeup that she had to spend each day? If I was her – because I've i gone through my own situation recently with contact lenses. And you can get daily contact lenses where you wear them and you throw them away. Or you can get like weekly, month, like blah, 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 where you store them in a thing. And, um, and you keep reusing them over and over again. So if I was Sarah Paulson in this show – I would, instead of getting daily prosthetics and makeup done, I would just get makeup done that I could wear um, indefinitely. You know, so I would rather than getting the daily makeup where you like take off the rubber and stuff and then you, you go home, you sleep, you come back and you sit in that fucking chair for two and a half hours, I would just get makeup and prostheses that I would just wear home and. Now, could that have a negative effect with me and my family if my children saw me and they were like, Mommy, why do you look like Linda Tripp? <laughs> <laughs> Mommy, can you imagine if your child I would be like, um, one, I'm acting and cheap and I don't feel like sitting in that chair. And two, my dear, how the hell do you know who Linda Tripp is? Um I'm having fun over here. I'm having fun over here on this damn podcast. By the way, I'm recording this on. I probably should have said this earlier. I'm recording this on Monday because I have a busy, 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 busy day on Tuesday. Um, this bee's leaving the hive. No, this bee. This bee is starting its own hive. Um, cool, a cool project coming up. Can't wait to tell you about it. Stay tuned. The Emmys were last night. Coden O'Brien acting a little weird, clapping so much. Getting on that stage. What are we doing? You're listening to Entertainment Tonight, the podcast. Entertainment tonight, the only tonight podcast recorded day during the day. So, um What are you um oh my god, what even is this life? So <laughs> what am I laughing about? Anyway, so she's Linda Tripp. It's a trip. Um the girl who plays Monica Lewinskis is I like her in a lot of things. I've seen her in a bunch of different things I, I in the past I've seen her as a comedic actor. um let me pull up let me pull up this i am I am De- Debs. The president kissed me. <laughs> That's the name of one of the episodes. I swear to God it's too much. It's too much. Why are there reviews on here? Who gets to write the reviews? Can I write the reviews? Oh, wait, there's trivia on IMDb? When did this happen? You want to hear some trivia? And not spoil, six out of seven users found this interesting. So I think that's a pretty good good batting average. In the episode, Linda Tripp and Monica Lewinsky go antique shopping, and Tripp finds a German-made Christmas ornament, saying how much she loves Christmas decorations. Tripp would later go on to marry the German architect Dieter Rausch, and the two would own and operate a German winter-themed holiday store called the Christmas Sleigh in Middleburg, Virginia. I don't know. I do. I legit have no reaction to that. I have no. Re- uh, okay, <laughs> not not. And by the way, I do mean that. My reaction to that piece of trivia is okay, not okay, okay and not. Oh, okay. Like it's li- God. What range I have as an actor? Um, this is a f- very detailed app. They've got everything on here. IMDb. <sighs> Maybe they'll be a sponsor of this podcast. I'm just kidding. I got a Patreon. I don't need sponsies. So, um, what was I gonna say? Okay, all right. So let's go through this. Some of the names. Some of the names on here that I recognize. All right. Oh, Beanie Feldstein. Great name is the um the uh the name of the uh the actor who plays what's her face Monica Lewinsky and was born in 1993. Interesting. Oh, let me. Okay, well, let's do this. Here's a game I like to play. Let's play guess the amount of Twitter followers. All right, let's start. With Monica Lewinsky. How many do you, because I know Monica Lewinsky, at least for a while, was active on Twitter. I don't know if she disconnected it. How many followers do you think Monica Lewinsky has? Oh, she does have a Twitter. Okay. How many followers does Monica Lewinsky have on Twitter? All right. So I'm going to go with, is it below or above a million? I think that's the neighborhood that we're at. I'm going to go 811,000. All right? You have your number? I'm going 811,000. Let's see. Ooh! 1.1 million. That's very good. That's very, very good. Good for her. God, what an interesting life she's had to live crazy it really does like as like impossible and like difficult as you know like her being so young and dealing with this and becoming you know like synonymous like that defined her life you know this uh that affair um it seems like she has made the most out of it you know where like she's still connected to these things but You know, she seems like a good person who weighs in on things like like humiliation and, you know, like like things that like the Me Too movement and things that women go through. It seems like she has been like an incredibly positive person for that. So, you know, good for her. Um, Excuse me. Oh, Rachel Nichols has been replaced from the jump. Okay, get off Twizzler. Is it Twitter? What is happening? All right. Okay, what was I doing? Oh, here we go. So, how about this one? Okay, so Monica Lewinsky, 1.1 million followers. Does she have more or less than Sarah Paulson? I'm going to say almost definitely more. So much so that's probably not a good question. All right, Sarah Paulson. How many followers do we think she has? I'm going to go with two hundred. 20000 for Sarah Paulson. I bet it's more than that. What do you think? Sarah. Ah, shit, I can't even type it in right. Sarah Paulson. Does she have a Twitter? <laughs> she does not have a Twitter. Okay, what about... Oh, wait, she does have a Twitter. Oh, no, that's a trend. Oh, Blake. Oh, Blake, what are we going to do with you, you fool? Sarah... Hold on. Are we sure she doesn't have a Twitter? Oh, she does have a Twitter. Okay. So I guess what did I guess? I'm gonna guess two hundred twenty thousand. Okay. So decidedly less than Lewinsky. Okay. So does she have more or less than Lewinsky? I'm saying less. And then how many do you think she has? I'm going two hundred thousand. One point one million. Oh my God, it's identical. But, but one point one what? Oh wow, what a moment. What a moment in the history of Blake's Takes for God's sakes. You You will all remember. You 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 will all remember where you were on the evening, the morning, or God for a fucking bid, the afternoon, when you were listening to Blake's Takes for God's sakes, and I asked you who has more followers, Sarah Paulson or Monica Lewinsky, and you answered, and then I looked it up, and god damn it, it's both 1.1 million. <gasps> what if Sarah Paulson and Monica Lewinsky are one in the same? Wow. This is this is crazy. This is crazy! Wow. Um. I think this. I I don't know if I can ever do a podcast again. This is crazy. Let's let's do more. This is fun as shit. Well, I don't know why I'm doing more because we we clearly peaked with this game. Okay, let's go back to I M D B. Um, Margot Martindale. Okay, okay, okay. So here's another thing. So I'm watching the show and. Um, we've already these episodes are an hour long they are very very long and also we're watching it on um, Hulu so on Hulu there's commercial breaks and it's about a minute 20 um, per commercial break and there's a bunch of them so generally it takes like about we pause it it generally takes like an hour 20 to watch one of these things okay so we spend a lot of time so we watched the first i think there's only two out right now so um we watched episode one and we watched episode two and halfway through episode two we're watching it and bill clinton's in it and actually no here in the beginning of episode two i just go God, I can't believe they got Dick Gear to play Bill Clinton. And my fiance was like, What? And I'm like, Dick, G- Richard Gear. And she goes, And then she just kind of just didn't say anything, which. <coughs> I'm sorry, I'm having asthma today because I went for a bike ride <coughs> and I didn't use my asthma puff. So I'm going to hit that thing right after this podcast. You have no idea. I'm going to suck in that albuterol and I'm going to just red red means go when it comes to my lungs that inhaler is red colored so um uh what was i talking about oh so i said that to her and my fiancee doesn't like dick jokes so i thought she was like thought i was i'm like oh because i said dick gear instead of richard gear she didn't say anything back which admittedly isn't the most creative thing i've ever said but i would say so that was the beginning of episode two and then halfway through the episode i'm like wait that's richard gear right and she goes who and i'm like bill clinton and she goes no Well, I don't think so. And I look it up, and it was Clive Owen. And never in a million years would I have been like, that's Clive Owen. Not in a million years. I was certain it was Richard Gere. To the point where I made a joke saying, I can't believe they got Dick Gere to be in this. Where I made the joke that I was changing Richard Gere, who is surely the actor in it. I'm changing his name to Dick Gere because no one ever says that about him. No one ever calls Richard Gere Dick Gere. Which... Is to be completely honest, a shame, a damn shame, and this was the thing that, uh, if you remember, at the beginning of the segment, and who who wouldn't remember this because this was, this was wild. Um, the reason why I was laughing at the beginning of the segment is that on IMDb, Clive Owen, his credit is not Bill Clinton. It's William Jefferson Clinton. It's like, why would you use his full name? Why would you call him William Jefferson Clinton? Call him Bill Clinton. Right? No one calls him William Jefferson. That's crazy. Speaking of, we haven't seen her too much yet, but Edie Falco plays his wife, or his wife, Jesus Christ, plays Hillary Clinton. Sorry. Obviously, Bill at this point is Hillary's husband. Um, I said his wife. And then, uh, yes, Edie Falco plays William Jefferson Clinton's wife. Someone named Hillary Clinton? But it doesn't say Hillary Rodham Clinton. But even that would be less weird because Hillary isn't short for, like, Hillary Jessica. You know what I mean? And fucking Coulter, you monster. You dirty, dirty Okay, George Conway is in this. See, George Conway, another person. I believe, is George Conway married to Ann Coulter? That's not right, right? George Conway. Who is George Conway? An American attorney uh, was considered by President Trump for the position of Solicitor General. Unbelievable. Oh, Kellyanne Conway. That's her. That's her husband. Okay. And he founded the Lincoln Project? What is happening? Wait, so Kellyanne Conway, I'm mixing up her with Ann Coulter. I, t- to be honest, so when I like envision this podcast of me like talking about um, you know, of me screwing up actors' names, I I thought it and people's names and confusing them. I thought, it, oh, this is just the inca- the occasional confusion, you know. But re- and so that's why it's funny. Like, oh, you know, every once in a while you confuse something. But I think this is now so, – so it would be the intermittentness of it all would be what's funny. It's like, oh, Blake, every time Blake f- doesn't remember the name of an actor or confuses the name of a movie with something else, because it's every once in a while, it's a nice little treat for you guys. And now I think 45% of this podcast is just me not knowing anything. <laughs> it's, it's really what this podcast has turned into. <coughs> God, I really needed an inhaler. Sorry, I just realized that that went from me saying that, being like, oh, you know, I've got to take an inhaler, to me choking and begging for an inhaler made it less cute and uh, more sad and actually urgent and concerning. So, anyway, on that note, that was the podcast for this week, everybody. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you – you know what? I hope you enjoyed it. (laughs) I don't – in this bit, I don't even remember what I just said. I hope you enjoyed it. Um while well, I have you, I hope you enjoyed it. So thank you so much for listening. Um, patrons, I know I keep promising you that the special hellos are on their way. We'll do them next week. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, where can you see me live? Um, Every Wednesday in Philadelphia, uh, in Fairmount, the St. Stephen's Green. we been getting uh, some fun audiences in there lately. The show starts at 8 p.m. Uh, brand new lineup each week. Same old little old me hosting. And um, thanks to Eddie Finn, who guest hosted last week. I had uh, uh, some things I had to take care of. So, anyway, um, I love you all very much. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, I will... Talk to you next week, patrons. I'll see you on Friday. Good night. Blake, 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 Blake.